اشرب شرب اهل الصفاء الله الله بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاه والسلام على رسول الله They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to another season of Soul Food. Alhamdulillah for another Ramadan, Alhamdulillah for another opportunity, another chance to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to be in this month where the gates of paradise are opened and mercy is descending upon us. And I feel very blessed and honored to go with you on this journey again, to have another season of soul food and to learn and to grow and to turn our hearts towards our merciful and beneficent creator. Alhamdulillah. And thank you once again for tuning in. And inshallah, this is the most blessed Ramadan of our lives. And every Ramadan that comes after will be increasingly blessed, inshallah ta'ala. In this episode, we're going to look at Imam al-Ghazali's intro to the book that we're going to be covering this season. We're also going to look at how worship, worship specifically, is the currency of our dealings with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, glorious and majestic. And then lastly, we're going to look at the question of meaning, the question that really defines it all. And in this season, inshallah, going into Imam al-Ghazali's book, this is a book called Minhajul Abidin, The Path of Worshipful Servants. And it's considered to be the last book that Imam al-Ghazali wrote. Imam al-Ghazali being this amazing polymath, the greatest, arguably the greatest scholar in Islamic history, the only one to have the title, the proof of Islam, because he was an amazing thinker. He had a brilliant mind, but he was also a spiritual master. And this book of his, Minhajul Abidin, The Path of Worshipful Servants, is very unique. And Imam al-Ghazali, as we'll see, he really is very honest, very straightforward. What we would call today, he keeps it real. And I just want you to keep that in mind as we go through this book. And if this is the first time you're tuning into Soul Food, a welcome, alhamdulillah. But my recommendation is that you start with the first few seasons of Soul Food, and then you build your way up to what we're covering in this season because Imam al-Ghazali is very powerful in his style and in his approach. And I don't want to overwhelm anyone, but it is going to take a lot of determination. And uh, start with the first seasons and then build your way up, inshallah. And if you are ready, if you are at that point where you want to take this journey, then take a deep breath. Bismillah. Let's begin. So Imam al-Ghazali says, I made a humble supplication to the one who holds in his hand the creation and commandment, beseeching him to make it possible for me to compose a book, one that would meet with unanimous approval, and the reading of which would result in positive benefit. That request of mine was granted by the one who responds to the distressed when he calls unto him. 
He made me privy by his gracious favor to the mysteries involved, and he inspired me with a marvelous arrangement, the like of which I did not recall in any of the previous compositions dealing with the secrets of religious practices. So this book of Imam al-Ghazali's is very unique. And it highlights these obstacles that you will face in your spiritual path of getting closer to God, the glorious and majestic. And we're going to talk about the seven obstacles that Imam al-Ghazali highlights in the next episode, inshallah. But in this episode, we'll just look at his introduction, the very beginning of the path. How does it all start? Imam al-Ghazali says in this book, and now we're looking at worship as the currency of our dealings with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imam al-Ghazali says that the fruit of knowledge is worship. And worship, which is based on true knowledge, is the best way to use your life. It is the currency of the hereafter, the occupation of the people of God, and the path to felicity. Allah says in the Quran, I am your Lord, so worship me. And he says in another verse of the Quran, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ I created jinn and humankind only to worship me. I want no provision from them, nor do I want them to feed me. God is the provider, the Lord of power, the ever mighty. So knowledge of Allah, and we'll talk about knowledge shortly, knowledge of the creator of the fact that we were created for a purpose all of that when it's based upon revelation true knowledge then it propels us towards worship but in order for you and i to worship to get ourselves to that point where we're dedicating ourselves to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we're pushing ourselves in that path that takes effort and sacrifice but we have to recognize that that's what the spiritual path is all about. It is about determination. And in that path, in those efforts that we have, we have to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for His assistance, support, and guidance. The Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he said, Paradise is surrounded by difficult things. Paradise is surrounded by difficult things and the fire is surrounded by desires. Which means that in order to get to paradise, you have to strive. You have to overcome your nafs. You have to be determined. You have to sacrifice. And you have to do the things that you know are good for you, even though your nafs might try to get in the way. And the fire is surrounded by desires, by greed, by arrogance, by lust, by these things that are part of the nafs that lead us into things that are not good for us. So in order for us to propel ourselves on this spiritual path, we have to strive. We have to be determined. And Imam al-Ghazali says, when you understand what Allah wants from you, then the path to his nearness is worship. So that brings us to the next point. Before we get to the state where we're ready to dedicate ourselves to Allah, we have to have a conversation with ourselves and ask ourselves a question of meaning. The most important question that you will ever ask yourself is, why am I here? Who put me here? Why was I put here? And sometimes the urgency of this 
question is awakened when someone goes through a near-death experience. When they're about to face death and they see that, whoa, this all was about to end. Then they begin to ask themselves the question, you know, why am I here? Where am I going? If that event occurred to me and I actually uh, experienced death, what then would happen? And those are the most important questions in life. But sometimes other people experience this question or the urgency of this question when they experience the emptiness of worldliness, that they have everything the world has to offer, money, fame, nice things, people admiring you, people thinking that you're living an amazing life, but then you taste the emptiness of it all. And then the person says, okay, you know what? There's got to be something more than just this. I've experienced everything life has to offer and it hasn't filled me up. It hasn't filled this hole inside of my heart. So there's got to be something more. Imam al-Ghazali says, however this question arises in your life, it's important and it's a treasure from God. And you should use the inspiration and the guidance that has been given to you by God in this question to turn back to Him and to engage in worship and devotion to your Creator. He says, Imam al-Ghazali, the first thing that makes the servant pay attention to worship and moves him towards taking its path is a heavenly urge that comes from Allah the Exalted which is a special type of enabling grace from God. This is the meaning of Allah's words. What about the one whose heart God has opened in devotion to him so that he walks in light from his Lord? And this is what the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, indicated when he said, Truly, when light enters the heart, it expands and rejoices. He was asked, O oh, Messenger of God, does this have a sign so that it can be known? He said, Yes. Turning a cold shoulder to the abode of deceptions, turning towards the abode of eternity, and preparing for death before it comes. This is a hadith narrated by Al-Hakim and Al-Bayhaqi. So the question is, what is life about? And there's no better time than Ramadan to really engage with this question on an existential level, on the level of your soul, and to say, this gracious benefactor, my Lord created me. He cared for me in the womb of my mother, gave me sustenance, gave me life, gave me an intellect, gave me these senses with which I interact with the world and bestowed all of these gifts upon me. And he is deserving of gratitude and devotion and dedication. So how do I express that? What am I supposed to do? What does he want from me? And the answer is the prophets and messengers came with everything so that you could live your life in a way that is servitude and gratitude to the one who bestowed these favors upon you. And the prophets and messengers also came with the urgency of answering this question. They came telling us of God's reward and punishment. So we can't ignore that. And by not ignoring that, we open ourselves up to this question. And these realities, when they hit us, 
They make you realize that you need to change. And they make you realize that life is serious. And the opportunity I have before me is serious. And the beginning of this spiritual path, this path where I turn my heart towards Allah and turn myself in devotion and worship of Him, is the greatest way that I can take advantage of the opportunity I've been given and express gratitude for all the blessings that I have. So we need to figure out what's expected of us and give ourselves entirely and wholeheartedly to the merciful and beneficent Lord who has given us life and bestowed these blessings upon me. This question of meaning that Imam al-Ghazali is talking about is the most important question you and I need to ask ourselves. So that brings us to the call to action. Before we begin to delve into the obstacles that Imam al-Ghazali is talking about, the prerequisite is this. So the call to action, which is the prerequisite, is a five to 10 minute exercise, okay? So get away from any distractions, Get away from your cell phone, get away from your computer, get away even from other people just for a very short period of time and sit down and look inside yourself and really ask yourself honestly. It can be very scary, but the spiritual path requires this of us, that our souls require that we have silence so that we can converse and look within ourselves and ask yourself the question, what path am I on? Where am I going? Am I on autopilot? Where am I this year? And how is it any better or worse than last year? Where am I going? What path am I on? And more importantly, what path do you want to be on? Do you want to be on a path of honor and elevation and beauty and refinement and potential and goodness an everlasting reward and nearness to the Lord of beauty and majesty and absolute perfection? And if the answer is yes, and if you're listening to this podcast, inshallah, the answer is yes, then commit now. Then the call to action is to commit to that path, to dedicate yourself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when you do that, you will see His enabling grace. You will see His support. You will see His mercy manifest in your life. Commit to that now because it can't wait. We don't know if we'll have another opportunity. May Allah give us all tawfiq and make this the most blessed Ramadan of our lives. I'm very excited to begin this with you. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He grants you and I the utmost tawfiq, the tawfiq, the enabling grace that He grants His most beloved servants and that He opens the doors of goodness for us and that He grants us the best of what He grants His righteous servants. Wassallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm, where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.